Hey my normies and non-normies, at the time of this recording, it is July 31st, 2022 at 1.07pm. This is my second attempt of the recording. Every time I try to do content, one of my kids or people or phone calls or whatever decides to interrupt me and it takes away my desire to then complete the content. I'm already struggling with my content. Like, I'm struggling hard with my content, and then everything else around me is just not supporting me. Like, it is so frustrating that you see a vision and you have this dream, and you know you can do so much with it if people were to just support, like, understand, respect, acknowledge, whatever word you want to use for just let me do what the fuck I'm trying to do. Like... There's no other way for us to make money unless I get my clients or sell my press-on nails or my planners. I mean, planner stickers. So when I do my content, not only am I trying to help others plus help myself, I'm also trying to get my accounts monetized. We need income coming in. It is going to be very difficult for me to attempt to try to get a job outside of this home. One, because I have no way to transport my wheelchair. And two, who's going to be with my high-functioning autistic children. So instead of me crying a river and asking people to please donate or help, which nobody ever did when I did ask, I'm trying to be productive and get off my own ass and do shit to provide for me and my family. And it's just frustrating because, like, nobody respects that. I have no respect from anyone around me except my oldest. And even then, sometimes she'll accidentally, you know, interrupt or do something. But my oldest is the only one that'll, like, really try to give me the opportunity to do what I'm trying to do. Because it's just frustrating. I'm struggling. Like, I'm struggling with my content. I'm struggling with what I want to say. I'm struggling with how I want to express it because I'm not crying. I'm not hysterical. I'm not frustrated. I'm not irritated. Hello? Why do you look like that? Your head is starting to hurt? Did you take something? Then. I don't have nothing to drink. What do you mean you don't have nothing to drink? I'm sure this is out of tea. Oh, you're, oh shit, you are out of tea. Damn it. Go drink the water. I buy water tomorrow. It's not like I'm drinking water today, right now. But you cannot not drink, Biba. You hear me? You have to. I'm more used to it than you are. My body's accustomed to it. Yours is not, and that will add on to the sluggish. Okay? So you have to put liquid in it. And your pee was really yellow, so that means you're dehydrated. So, I need you to do better with taking care of yourself, baby girl. Sorry, you guys, but I just didn't like the way she came looking, which let me know something was wrong, so I just had to double-check on her. She's my go-to person, you know, my rock, my, 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 my sanity within my insanity. Like, I can't, I can't let my baby be messed up. But like I was saying before, she's the only one that really tries to, you know, give me the opportunity, give me the opportunity. You see it right, oh. Hold on, I'm so sorry, you guys, but there's a roach crawling on my floor. And if y'all know me from my previous content, y'all know that I have a roach phobia. And, um, 
lately these motherfuckers have just been ruthless and just coming for me like coming for me when I least expect it and the sad part is I'm handling it worse and worse each darn time and that is frustrating and it's a trigger for me because I'm doing so good in certain things and then doing horrible in others I mean granted I'm not perfect ain't nobody perfect but I mean I would think I'd be a little more centered but these are just certain things that I can't cope with and and yeah I'm I'm doing worse handling it and I just think that I'm constantly in a trigger state right now and I don't want to be that way and I'm trying to get out of it but I don't know how because I really don't know what put me in this state to begin with like PTSD really does suck when you know where your PTSD comes from then you know what I'm saying it's it's a little bit easier to handle like you know for example and I'm not you know doing no disrespect to anybody or I'm not trying to be disrespectful I do have uncles that were in the service, so I do respect, you know, anyone in the service, and thank you for the work that y'all do, if any of you are in the service, but when you guys have your PTSD, we know where it came from, you know what your flashbacks are, you know what's triggering you, you know what to look for, like, it's easier to pinpoint things because... It's coming from the war you had to be in or just serving, period, and what it, the trauma that it caused you as a human being. With my PTSD, because it was from my upbringing and the things that I've been through and the things that I was put through, I never know what's going to trigger me, when I'm going to get triggered. I mean, I could be sitting in a room with nothing around me and a thought could trigger it and next thing you know, I'm exploding. You know, and I'm ready to just fly off the handle because then the bipolar gets triggered, then the anxiety gets triggered, then the depression gets triggered, then the postpartum gets triggered, then the um, ADHD gets triggered, and the rest of my diagnoses become triggered, and the next thing you know is I'm walking around like this triggered time bomb, and I'm really not understanding what caused it, what happened. I have to try to figure out how to get out of it. Sometimes it's harder than others because, again, since I don't know what I'm working with, I'm going in blind. You know what I'm saying? I'm fighting without even knowing who my opponent is or how tall, how big, how wide. Nothing about my opponent except that it was that is something that my brain, you know, my PTSD and my brain really have a hard time struggling with. So, like, that is very frustrating, and that is very irritating, and that is very annoying, and that is very, like, just straight-up stressful. You know, straight-up stressful. Like, for example, my daughter's PTSD. I know that my daughter's PTSD came from what she went through in her life. I know exactly what, what scenario caused her PTSD. So when we deal with her, it's easier for me because I know what caused it. I know exactly what happened and then I know what I need to do to help her through it. I don't have that luxury with myself. I'm still trying to figure my PTSD out, but this is a very complicated bitch. She is a very ruthless and complicated bitch. Like, I do not understand. I hate... Pause. Pause. I'm going to pause for a second, okay? I just need to pause for a second. I'll be right back. Alright y'all, I'm back. I'm sorry. I just had to pause because ever since this cracked tooth, I've noticed sometimes I'll have a lisp 
and it'll get really more obvious than other times, especially if I'm talking too much back to back. I notice it starts to get worse and it irritates me because I feel like I'm not getting my words out or I'm not articulating them where somebody else can actually understand them. Because I sometimes feel like I didn't understand what came out of my own mouth. So when that happens, I try to stop and like take a few minute break to avoid it from causing a bigger trigger. So that's what I had to do because I started to realize I'm struggling to start to say my words. I'm struggling to say my words, not say them, but articulate them. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just properly articulate them where you can understand them. I do hope that y'all understand what I'm saying. <sighs> that was just so frustrating. I'm sorry, you guys. I just, it's, I'm still not used to this whole tooth thing. And honestly, I haven't been posting content like that since the tooth thing. So I'm still trying to learn how to talk with it. And I realized when I was recording the video for my course that if I talk long back to back, it happens to me and my words just start slurring a little bit because of that factor or I start to th- th- a lot th- and I hate that. Like I know some people have no choice. That's just the way they speak. So you hear that a lot. And for me, I know I never spoke like that before. So to hear it come out my mouth because of that tooth missing in the air coming out and it's making that noise it is the big, the biggest trigger for me. Like, half of the time, I don't even want to talk anymore because I'm listening to that stupid sound. And it's I feel like it's just another thing for me to dislike myself about. Another thing for me to have another little body dysmorphia image over. Like, I'm not already struggling with that to begin with. Like, I don't really look in the mirror like that. Like, I, I mean, I'm all... Man, you guys, I'm just a walking hot mess. I'm just a walking hot mess trying to process myself and my life. And in the process of processing myself and my life, I'm attempting to use everything that I'm going through as motivators to keep on pushing to strive for better in the hopes that at the same time of doing right for my family and doing right by my family, I'm also motivating and pushing and helping others to do right by themselves and their families or just themselves, you know? I don't want all this that we're going through to be in vain. I mean, if somebody else is going through a situation and they feeling like it's hard, man, let's keep it a buck between me and you. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Between me and you, okay? Don't tell nobody else, all right? But between me and you, man, them suicidal thoughts, them suicidal thoughts come hard, yo. Them suicidal thoughts be coming hard. Like, and they be no joke. They be seriously, like, having comebacks for me. Like, nah, bitch. I know you about to tell me what your kids need you. But what if your kids ain't happy? Your daughter would be less stressed out. She wouldn't be a maid. She wouldn't be doing this. She wouldn't be doing that. She could actually be a kid like she wants to. She can enjoy life better than, let's say, about the second one. I mean, that, my suicidal joints be having... They be having answers for everything, man. Everything. And lately, it's just like... Even though they're not popping up consistently, the word does. Just the word itself. 
pops up consistently. And it's like just a constant little reminder. I'm right here if you need me. Right here if you need me. I'd be like, nah, nah, you can kick rocks. Go about your business. I made a promise. I'm trying to keep it. That's what these platforms are for to hold me accountable so that I don't go do something stupid. Because if I'm telling the rest of the world I'm not going to do something dumb and I'm telling my child I'm not going to do nothing dumb, then that means I'm going to do everything that I need to do in my power to not do something dumb. And them days be struggles, man. Them days be hard. Mm. And I know I may sound like a bad parent when I say this. But them days be harder when I'm triggered by my own kids. Because I don't have nowhere else to go to get space from them and just breathe for a second. Whether it be for 10 minutes to myself. With nobody calling my name. Nobody tapping me. Nobody talking to me. Just giving me a second to center back. And regroup my mentals back and my emotionals back and calm down all my conditions so that they are asleep and not, you know what I'm saying? So that they're dormant and not, you know, up and roaring and acting like fools and shit like that. I can't get that though. And then some days it's just like I want out. I want out. I I want away from them too. I just want out completely. Like some days I struggle so hard with you're fighting for them, but they don't care that you're fighting for them. You're fighting for them, but it doesn't matter to them that you're fighting for them. And it sucks because I know it does matter, but because of their high-functioning autism and their mental health, they can't show it or express it like the rest of us would. Well, not us, because that's including me, but like the human, the norm, the norm, the normal people would. Like, you know, people without autism or high-functioning autism or mental health or suicidalness or whatever. People without anything going on. So, I feel like that makes it harder for me. And then, I'm sorry y'all, but I'm smoking my trees. I have to. But I feel like it just, it makes my road harder. I have to constantly put in the back of my mind, they do care. It does matter. They just have a different way of showing it because of their disabilities. I can't take it personal. I can't sit there and cry me a freaking river because they're not meaning to hurt me or meaning to seem inconsiderate or selfish it's just part of unfortunately their disabilities and there's just certain things they don't understand and certain things they can't express and certain things they can't and it just makes my road harder and on the days that my suicidalness is like extremely high it really makes it hard like really hard like so hard that in the past I would allow myself to like pass out in pain to not have to deal with my suicidal thoughts I just would sleep it away in a coma and then once my body's pain would like alleviate enough I would wake up and then be productive but it was also my way of escaping but how can I raise children that way I can't I can't check out just because my thoughts get too heavy I can't decide that I'm just going to pass out because my thoughts get too heavy. I still have to be a mom. I still have to raise my kids. I still have to be here. I still have to be present. I still have to show up as myself and not my conditions or my disabilities. You know, I have to show up in full control of all of my emotions and everything that I have going on. And how am I going to do that if I'm hiding? How am I going to do that if I'm trying to 
play it down like it's nothing serious or a big deal or it doesn't matter or it's okay or and that's not the case I have to be honest with myself if I'm not honest with myself then who else is going to be honest with me ain't nobody else going to be honest with me like ain't nobody else can really know what's going on because it's all in my head it's all within me Now, the other part I want to tell y'all is I started therapy, right? Now, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but if I haven't, I'm going to mention it now. Alright, give me a second. We'll pause for a minute to get my mouth to catch up. Alright, I'm back. So, if you guys have listened to my content before on any of my platforms, I have mentioned that I hate questions. Like, I really don't like being questioned. And if I have not mentioned it, well, then I'm mentioning it now. I don't like questions. Like, they're my biggest triggers, and it all comes from my mother. My mother was a very nosy person who wanted to know people's business. Delano, you're too loud, and I'm recording. Who wanted to know people's business, who wanted to know what was going on with them and in their lives, what they were up to. And I'm the type of person that if people call me to vent or to talk, that's going to stay with me. But I don't ask questions, you feel me? I let the person vent whatever they got to say. If I need the clarity to understand something, then I'll ask whatever the question is. But I'm not asking to snoop. I'm asking to get clarity on whatever I was told so that I could then give, you know, good advice. If I'm being asked for advice. If I'm not being asked for advice and I'm just being asked. Sorry, you guys, but my son was being a little loud and I had to just remind him that I was recording. Because, again, it triggers me and it irritates me. And I'm trying to finish my content. I'm not going to re-record this all over again. I don't know how to f- work with the Odyssey app, Audacity app yet. Um, as well as I should. So, like, I suck at trying to cut out things. I do it sometimes. Then I forget. I be cutting out all the empty air. And then the podcast platform doesn't have an option of where to add apps. I mean, ads. For when I can get ads that are interested into my podcast, which I know that's probably not going to happen because, let's be honest, like, this content is not content that people really go out there looking for. It's not. It's so, like, I'm hoping to get monetized on my podcast. Like, I already switched from... I'm sorry, you guys. I switched the topic again. My apologies. It's because of what happened with my son. Let me go back to the therapist. But, um... Yeah, so anyways, I really don't do well with questions, and and because of the woman, you know, she always wanted to know people's business, and I was never one to put people's business out there, and then she would get mad at me when I wouldn't have answers. She would cop a whole attitude, she would get frustrated, but I don't understand how you're my mother, and don't realize that questions trigger me, that you being nosy triggers me. I don't understand how you being my mother don't realize that I'm not telling you about what's going on in my life. Because you gossip so much. I mean, I'm, there's just there was just so many warnings out there. Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Give me one second, you guys. Hold on. So, yeah. So, thanks for waiting, you guys. Sorry. But, um, I was getting the kids some Dunkin' Donuts and the neighbor. Lattes, um, uh, coladas. Needed to talk to Beva to ask, um, about the purchase. But, um, and then Beva had to ask me questions. I just had a pause so I can answer. But, um... Yeah, so, I don't understand how she didn't know that. But anyways, so when I go to therapy, I'm like, I can either be a good client or I can either be a bad client. It all depends on the therapist. First of all, if I don't vibe with you, 
then it's not gonna work. I'll kindly like complete the session because I have no choice, but I won't return back because I'm not gonna waste that person's time and I'm not gonna waste my time. Um, now, if we vibe, then that's awesome because then I'm gonna feel free to. So, anyways, um, I, I feel like I don't, you know, connect with the therapist. But like I said, I'm not going to waste my time. Sorry, you guys. I had to stop. My son dropped some stuff or whatever. But um, if I connect, you know, I'm the type of client, though, I'm the type of patient where I really don't care about the questions that the therapist has to ask. I just care more about getting everything that's on my mind off my mind. You know what I'm saying? I kind of look at it as a confidential... Um, person that I can talk to that really can't tell me how the fuck they feel about whatever the hell it is that I have to say. And I can just say it, and they can keep their opinions and their thoughts to themselves. And if they need to ask questions for clarity, then I'm cool with that. But if I feel like there's questions because you're being nosy, and I wasn't ready to divulge that, and that's why I didn't bring it up, then I'm going to cop a whole attitude, and I'm going to tell you just that. I'm going to give what I want to give. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to work the steps my way. Not your way. I'm not going to confine to how you want me to confine. And that's not good. I'm not a good patient in that sense of the word. You know, but if you let me come into the session and get off anything that I need to get off, then I am more forthcoming with answering questions. And I'm a little more forthcoming with, you know, whatever else the therapist may have come along. But if I'm getting constantly interrupted, if you ask questions when I could just finish because the answers are going to come, just let me let it all out, then I'm going to get irritated. And that's just the type of person that I am. So I just started therapy and it kind of got irritated and I had to let the lady know because she stopped me in the middle of talking, literally interrupted me while I was talking. Like, I don't know where that's okay. We're As coaches, we're even taught not to interrupt a client when they're talking. You wait for them to pause and then, you know what I'm saying, you say what you got to say. But she literally cut me off in the middle of talking to ask the question. So I had to tell her about herself and how I felt about that. I did it nicely and respectfully, though, but I did let her know in the past I would have flipped on you. And if you want to be able to have a relationship moving forward where you can continue to be my therapist, don't ask me redundant questions or don't ask me questions. Let me talk. When I talk, if by the time I'm done talking, you don't have your answers to the questions that you did have, then ask me the questions. But don't stop me to ask me a question that the answer was about to come. That's a surefire highway to get me pissed off. That's a surefire hell way to get me to shut down. Because every time I'm talking at home or to other people, I always get cut off. Other people's lives are more important than mine. What they're going through is more important. I mean, people come and knock on my door and they vent about their shit. And I'm not supposed to say nothing about mine. Or I'm not supposed to speak. I'm just supposed to continue to take everybody else's shit in and not dish anything out. So, okay, the therapist is going to be the person I'm going to dish out to them. I'm going to dish out everything to that therapist because at least I know I ain't gossiping nobody else's bullshit if it's bothering me and I ain't gossiping my own bullshit I'm at least letting go of my bullshit and dealing with my bullshit and if that therapist got some good questions that may help me get some good resolutions then hey it was all worth the session and if I just got to let it all go it was still all worth the session that's how I look at therapy I know I got past stuff that I'm still letting go of so in order to let it go I gotta speak on it in order to speak on it, I got to have somebody who's willing to listen. I know you guys are willing to listen because you kind of have no... I mean, y'all do have a choice. You hit play, then you can listen. If you don't like it, you can stop and go somewhere else. 
Um, but there's a difference knowing that there's somebody on the other end actually listening right then and there at the moment versus me letting it all out, recording it, uploading it, and then posting it. And I don't get interaction back from you guys, so it's not like I'm talking it out with my listeners. Because my listeners don't give me any interaction. So I'm stuck with going to therapy. And I'm going to use the hell out of it to try to get myself out of this situation. I'm just going to use it as another tool to get me out of this situation and back to where I need to be stable. 100% across the board and centered completely. This is another process that I have to do to better myself and my growth and what I'm trying to do in my life. I know therapy is not for everybody. Therapy is definitely not for me because like I just said, I don't use it the correct way. But... It does help. And if it's a crutch that I don't have to pay for and the insurance pays for it and the other person makes their money, then what's the problem? They get paid and um, I get my service. I, that's how I look at it. I mean, there's people who, could, who wish they could go to therapy and don't have the option because they don't have insurance or they have to pay so much out of pocket and then they have to be stuck with a crappy-ass therapist because they can't afford a good quality therapist. So, if I have the insurance that's willing to pay for it now, then why am I not going to take advantage of it? I'm going to take advantage of it. It's all how you see it, how you perceive it, how you look at it, and how you intend to utilize that tool. And I tend to utilize that tool to help me to keep motivating me to get the fuck out of here. Find other solutions. Find other ways. Just like this was my other game plan, y'all. So, I'm trying to find my clients, right? I'm still searching for clients. So if you guys know of anyone who may need a life coach for parents, um, who just may need a life coach in general, or who just may need a health coach, because I am also getting certified in that one too, um, let them know. I'm around my website, coachingwithlynetteh.com. Okay? Go look it up. You can find my information there. Um, Coaching with Lynette H is also on Facebook. Um, I'm still using my platforms for everything else. Like I'm not creating a new Instagram for the coaching site because I'm already doing what I would do in the coaching site. I mean, I'm going to start advertising myself more out there and going on lives and things like that. I'm just trying to get past this stage of building this. I want to build my offers first so that I have something to offer. I don't want to go out there and then look like a fool people asking me you know well how can I do this or how can I do that and I don't have an offer yet that's available that I can say oh well try this here goes the link I mean I want to do that that's what I need to do I need to complete that first before I can keep putting myself out there at least that's what I think I need to do (coughs) but trust me (coughs) and do understand that if a person comes up to me and they need help right now even if I do not have an offer ready I will definitely be, um, (coughs) sorry, helping them. Like, I'm not going to turn them down. I'm just going to work the program with them. I'll create it while we go along the way to it be geared towards them directly and their needs. That's what I'm just trying to, what my goal is in the first place. So I plan to create at least six coaching offers that can be done either independently so I'm going to have the option where you can just do the course independently or the course with coaching and the way that one would work is you still take the course online 
um and once a week it'll drop you do the assignments for the week but then you get a one-on-one -on -one session with me once a week and in that one-on-one -on -one session we can go over everything you've learned any questions you have insecurities doubts we can dive in deeper to get down to the problem so that we can find a solution i am doing that because you have some people who are very independent and they feel that they can do things on their own and most of some of them can so I want to give the independent people that don't want to be bothered with me per se, you know, one-on-one -on -one in person, like on a, on a Google Meet call, so that this way they can still participate in the program and not have to worry about having that one-on-one -on -one session. But if they feel that they want a one-on-one -on -one session, that is an option. You know, I can provide um, just with a little extra added on fee since it's not going to be the same price as the other program. And it could be just uh, they decided they wanted to just coach because that week was a little bit harder for them. Then I'll just do like a sliding scale pay since they're already in the program. It'll be a discount and they can book it, pay for it, and I'll do the session. And down the line, probably two or three weeks later, because these programs are trying to create them for 90 days. Um, if they feel that they need coaching again, then that's another option that they have. I won't limit the amount. It's up to the person. Um again some people sometimes just want to do things ind independently but even while doing independent these things can't happen they want a little guidance and that's what i'm here for you know what i'm saying i'm here to offer the guidance um i think that what i would do though is offer one free coaching session to those who take the program without the coaching just one free and then anyone after that will have to be paid you know with a discount that's what my goal is that's what my plan is that's what my vision is and I have to grow the Facebook group as well right now there's only seven members there you know and I'm not really active on it as of yet like I should be because I'm still trying to build the coaching program remember I started off with my platforms to advocate for myself and other people and to hold myself accountable I am finding solutions to my problems I am finding solutions to everything that's holding me down I'm finding solutions to break through all of my blockage and roadblocks and and negativity and all that I'm growing and while I'm growing I'm growing another business which is that coaching business you know so I want to really in-depthly help people, you know, and I really want to help people in my mental health community, and I really want to help people in the autistic community. You know, I really want to help people. That, that is my thing. So I need to continue to grow, and I need to continue to build, and it'll all fall in place. So once I can get this step done, I feel like I can then focus on the Facebook group and really putting that out there at the same time that I'm putting my coaching programs and stuff down because I was going to offer it as part of the program. You know, once you enroll in the program, your membership for the group will come along with it. I want that space to be a safe space so that people can feel okay with discussing their problems. In that group, I was going to do coaching sessions with anybody who felt that they needed it, you know, a volunteer at least once a month to help somebody out within the community. I mean, there's so much. I'm telling you, there's so much that I have that I am trying to accomplish. And it's like my surroundings just don't want me to accomplish anything. But it's okay because I will not let them stop me from doing what I need to do. I will continue to push, push forward and find a way to not allow my conditions to get triggered. Um, or stop me from 
completing any of my goals. Like, I just need to stay centered. And that's what I am creating in my program. And that's what I'm creating in my life. And <coughs> everything that I'm using that is working for me is everything that I will be sharing within my coaching program. And I can say this much, though, and I can be really transparent, and I'm always transparent anyways, but I've grown a lot. You know, when I watch my old content and I watch my newer content, I'd be like, wow, there's a big difference. You know, there's a huge difference. But each situation that we're in, I do represent myself differently because it affects me differently. And I guess I'm just over the situation that we're in right now because I know we can do better and and have better. But um, thank you so much for listening, you guys. I, I always appreciate, you know, knowing that you guys are there and I can come on and just talk and be free and just be me. You know what I'm saying? And, and that just is a, it means a lot to me. I'm able to do that because of you listeners. You know, and I'm able to do that because of my followers. And I'm able to do that because of my supporters. Um, but mainly because I'm supporting myself. You know, even if there's not one person that's listening to this, it's okay. I got it out. I got it off my chest. I let it go off my mind. And I'm releasing it and throwing it out there in the universe. And I'm speaking all positivity into existence with everything that I've spoken that I'm attempting to do. You know, that I'm going to do. Not even attempting to do. Let's put that again the right way. That I am going to do and I am going to accomplish. So, um, but yeah, I really do appreciate you guys. I don't want you guys to think that I don't. My five followers on here on Podbeam, I really do appreciate y'all. But I have a little dilemma, and maybe you guys can help me out. Because you guys are my listeners and would be the ones that can actually answer this for me. I was thinking about going back to Anchor and leaving Podbean because I really can't afford to keep paying for the platform. Um, especially since I'm not making any money off of it. And Anchor, at least, it was free and I didn't have to pay. So I was just wondering, should I switch back? You know, should I go back and try to save some more money in my pocket? And then maybe when I build more followings, try to come back to Podbean. But I know that I haven't given Podbean the actual, you know, uh, try. Because I'm not using lives. I've only been live probably like five times. Sorry for Koa barking. But, um, yeah, so I don't know what to do. I would love your thoughts on it. Because you guys are the ones that use the platform when you're listening to it. So... Let me know what you think, you know? Do, do y'all see a difference from my beginning podcast, you know, podcast to what it is now? Like, I don't know. I would love to hear from you guys. Love to have the communication line open. I would greatly appreciate it. Um, let me know what y'all think, though. All right? And I hope you guys have a blessed day and enjoy the rest of your day um, whenever you do listen to this. All right? Bye, my normies. Oh, don't forget. Make today count for tomorrow. Ain't promised to nobody. Love y'all.